Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Space Social Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Crump, and we have a great guest on here today. He is, he's been a general counsel for 20 plus years for multi-million dollar international companies. He graduated from BYU Law School with honors. He has three amazing children, four in total, and he married his high school sweetheart and you've been married for what, 20? I think I've been married for 27 years, going on 28. 28. And this is also my dad, Chris Crump. (laughs) Jordan, it's uh, thank you so much for inviting me on. I want everybody to know that Jordan my, is, the, is the one child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of my of the three of my four amazing kids, Jordan, you're always in in the amazing group. Usually, um, one of you one of you gets outside of that amazing group somewhere along the way. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're always one of the amazing ones. So thanks, Jordan. Yeah, I'm excited to have my dad on and I'll probably just refer to you as that the whole time. But I'm really excited to have you on because I have a lot of small business owners who follow. And I've been able to use you as a resource, which I'm really privileged and very happy to have you as a as a free resource to me. But I just wanted to have you come on and talk about some legal I have some legal questions for you that pertain to small business owners. So I'm really excited to do this. Uh, you know, I'm excited uh, to be on. I love listening to your podcasts. And um, I always say every family needs three things. They need a doctor, a, an accountant, and an attorney because ah. it just makes life easier. So um, hopefully, um, I hope that can help everybody. I joked with, I always joke with Vincent that he married me because you're an attorney and then <laughs> my paternal grandfather is a doctor. And I, yes. always, I joke about that because Vincent, Vincent's my husband, by the way, he's like the least strategical, not that he's not a strategical person, but those were not things he considered when he married me. <laughs> I don't think so, at least. I don't think so either. <laughs> All right. So I want to go ahead and hop in. So we, we've kind of talked about this a little bit. So when you're starting a new business, do you feel like someone needs to have an attorney or hire an attorney to help them? You know, that's a great question. And before I answer it, I just want to, um, you know, I probably just for the brotherhood and sisterhood of attorneys say yes before I make uh, all of them really angry at me right now. (laughs) Um, But but in all reality, um, I don't think you need one right at the very beginning. Is it great to have one if you have the resources? Of course it is. But Jordan, I know that attorneys can cost. Um, And and if if, if you're gonna get a good one, it can cost a lot. And so, if you're debating what type of, of advisor do I need, professional advisor, I'm always going to tell people to start with an accountant, tax advisor. That is, yeah. that is, that is so um, um, more important, um, and it feels like the government kind of is looking down on you a little bit more when it comes to taxes. At least oh, yes. they do, yeah, um, at least once or every quarter, depending on what type of um, business that you have, and so make sure you have a good accountant, uh, tax account. That's my first advice. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, there does come a time, I think, when you need to have an attorney, but starting a business, um, I've started a business. I get that. I get that I'm an attorney. And so maybe that this is totally unfair. Um, 
but I do know people who've started businesses outside of my own self who, um, who didn't use an attorney. They, they did it by themselves. Um, and, and, and so I think you can do that uh, at least for the beginning stages. Yeah. I like that you say that. Cause I feel like as, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like as, as new business owners, it's nice to have that validation <laughs> that an attorney is saying you're going to be okay for a second. If you don't you, have one, you are, you, you, you will be okay for a second. Although I think it's good to have, um, as a as a new business owner to have someone in the background that if you need um, somebody you can go to quickly um, yeah. if that makes sense because sometimes um, a lot of times in life you don't need an attorney until you need an attorney um, and <laughs> yes. then you need an attorney right then and there and so at least taking some time to identify and doing some some due diligence and research and finding someone that would work for you to kind of have in the background that you know that you would call, that's probably a smart thing to do. So with that, with you saying that, how do you know? So I know we've talked about this before. Attorneys sometimes have a reputation and I feel like they can be a little bit intimidating to a regular person. So how is like a regular person can you find an attorney and know that they're a good attorney? Yeah, great question. And um, I, a couple things. Um, first off, I, I would think that as a, as a small business owner or someone who's going to start a new business, um, start asking around. Start talking to your, to your people. Start talking to your groups. Um, if, if, you're, if, if you get into an area, for instance, uh, a business. So let's say you want to open up a, a, a restaurant. Um, I know there are restaurant um, owner groups out there. Start talking to people like that. Um, start talking to your friends. My, my gosh, I mean, how many attorneys are out there? Right. Yeah. And, and so um, just talk around to a lot of people and, and try and find out um, who they like. Um, yeah. And then, and then, when you, when you reach out to a few of them, who calls you back? Um, who calls you back personally, as opposed to maybe having an assistant or a paralegal call you back? You, you want to make sure that when you call somebody that they call you and they call you back quickly. And so like in a are, timely manner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cause I mean, attorneys, um, we can get busy and and we may not call people back and you don't want that person. You, you want someone who that's course is busy and doing their job, but you want to make sure that at least somebody has returned your call. Yeah. So, so I would, you know, make sure you get someone that that's going to, that's willing to work with you and call you back. Um, talk around, find out with friends, find out networking um, who people like to work with. And then at that point, just, you don't have to go with the first attorney you meet. Make sure you, when you meet attorneys, if you meet a couple, find the one that you actually like and that you can have a conversation with. Um, that's what I would do. Yeah. And I actually, I want to say this really quickly before we continue going. And I know I've mentioned this on my podcast before. One of my, besides this job, my favorite job was I worked with attorneys in Las Vegas and I literally know every single attorney. I know which ones I like and which ones I don't like. And I've suggested attorneys to my to people I network with here in Vegas. So if you're here in Vegas and you're thinking of needing an attorney, I literally know every single one. <laughs> and I'll tell you which one to get. <laughs> um, 
I want to be a resource. Um, and and Jordan, can I just say one last thing? If you're yeah. de- if you're just desperate and you just really honestly don't, you don't have any friends that are rec- recommending attorneys, and you just don't know where to go, you always can call your state bar. Um, okay, how and, do you do that? Well, you just Google the state bar. So I would just Google the Utah state bar here because I live in Utah and mm-hmm. um, I and I get their number and call them up and say, I am looking for an attorney for this reason. Let's say I'm looking for an attorney to start a new business. Can you give me some recommendations? And they'll give you some recommendations. Yeah. Good. Are they, do you feel like they're biased? Like that's kind of interesting. Um. Bias? No, I, 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 what, what, what it is, is they'll just tell you, here's, here's where to go look at. And they'll, they'll give you a variety of options. Um, and, and, um, yeah, I, I'm not saying you're going to get the best one for you, but at least it gets you started if you really need somebody. Yeah. Um, oh, I was trying to think what you were saying. Oh, you know what? Someone else, and I wanted to bring this up with you and get your opinion on this. But when I mentioned that I was going to have an attorney on my podcast, I had someone say, Hey, you can go to a law school and have law students do work for you. So what is your opinion on that? So do you remember seeing the movie, the Rainmaker years ago, you were probably young, but it was one of Matt Damon's first movies. Um, Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Okay, so let me My just favorite say, attorney movies with Tom Cruise. You can't uh, handle the truth. Yeah, A Few Good Men. That's a yes. great... That, yes, absolutely. That's a great movie. So let's go back to the Rainmaker, the Matt Damon movie, okay? Um, right at the very beginning, he's a law student. And frankly, that's how he finds one of his first clients is mm-hmm. um, that's exactly what he's doing is helping people on, on law night. So law schools, and I remember when I was in law school way back when, um, they gave us uh, third years. There's three years in law school. So they, they usually pick third years and they would ask us third years. Hey, if you want to learn a little bit more about the practice of law and how to help people, um, why don't you come here? And people then can just come into law schools and and they'll say, hey, I need help with build, you know starting a business or I need help with creating a will. And you'll go in and you'll 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 be be matched up with a law student and you'll sit down and they'll talk about it. And they're, they're actual lawyers that are there because, because they can't practice law without a lawyer in the room. Yeah. So, um, so they but, have people like supervising them. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. But that's, um, that's, that's kind of how it happens. And um, you can get some really some free legal help. That's really pretty good. Now I have to tell you, I am, um, I didn't do that when I was in law school and I'm just going to be flat out. I sure wish I had. And, and, and for those of you that are, that are thinking of going to law school, if anyone's thinking about that on this, on this call, um, they don't teach you law in law school. They yeah. don't, they, they teach you, <laughs> they teach you how to argue. They teach you how to think. They, they teach you how to debate, but they don't teach you law. And, um, those would have been great moments, um, for me, if I had done that now that I've done where I am, I wish I had done that because I think I would have really learned the practical, uh, the practicalities of, of, of law. But yeah, I think that's a great resource for people to go to um, 
a local law school. So for instance, I know you're in Vegas. Yeah. You call up the Vegas Google UNLV law school. I know there's yeah, a law school I, there. I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, I can't either. Um, is it Sam Boyd or am I crazy? Well, Sam Boyd I know is the football stadium. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. You and I have been to that football stadium together. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's this football stadium. But but the you know you just call it, you Google it, you get a hold of it. You could call them up and ask when is the you know the the lawyer night and and you you need some help. You need to come in and literally people come in for criminal stuff. They come in for business stuff, wills, uh, divorces sometimes, and um, yeah. So you, you you get a whole lot of stuff at those at those nights. So out of I'm kind of changing the subject a little bit what made you decide to practice business law over like criminal or divorce law um well if you've ever done a divorce which i actually have done a couple divorces you'll know why you don't want to do divorce law yeah um it's it's um it, it sounds is... really happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, there just isn't anything good that comes out of that. But I know there are people that just love doing that law. Um, why did I get into this type of law? Um, um, because I just really love helping. I loved helping companies grow. I loved helping people have jobs. I loved people selling a service to people. Um I, I just felt like, for instance, um, the, the, the criminal side was not for me. Um, I think, you know, I've done a couple of criminal cases and mm-hmm. um, um, your clients, my clients, I felt like totally lied to me the entire time. And I don't like being lied to, as you know, probably better than most people. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um I know, I know. I, I don't know how you would know that. I don't know um, either. But, um, but yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like the, um, I I did a couple divorces and didn't like, uh, didn't like that. And be honest, my first job, um, was at a law firm where I did insurance defense and Mm -hmm. litigated and litigated and, uh, did that for a couple of years. And I got to the point where I thought that every plaintiff that claimed that they were sick was lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, was you, just, did you become kind of, kind of cynical? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I, I, I used to deal with cases literally where I, I represented, I won't say the uh, food chain, but a very well-known food chain, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of them. And um, I, I did all the slip and falls. And so I, you have no idea how many people would like walk down an aisle push over a salad dressing, break it, you know, the salad dressing, uh, break the, the glass bottle, walk around the aisle, come and slip and then, yeah. and claim, um, injury. And I know there are people who literally, um, Jordan, that happens to like legitimately, right, but, right. but the cases that got to me were the cases that I just told you about. And so it just felt like everyone was lying and, and humanity was a horrible place to be. And, then I got a job working in house at a company and that helped people become business owners and help people sell product. And I just, um, I just love what I do. I love what I, I love what I do now. And there are, there are good people out there. 
Yes. Um, I also want to clarify, you're not available for hire, correct? I'm not. Um, I, um, when you go in house, in house, they, they're, I mean, I, not to get too technical, but they of course have malpractice insurance. And the only thing that I do is I am, I, they, they do malpractice insurance for me as in-house counsel, but also for like my close family members. So I can help you Jordan, yeah. but are I can't, close? do I count We're, as a close family you, member? You can't, yes, you are. <laughs> you are, you're a close family member, but beyond that, and I will not practice law for anyone without malpractice insurance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to I I just want to clarify that because I mean, I'm obviously a little biased, but it's nice to sometimes hear like a good uh, lawyer's voice or a good professional's voice and kind of get to know them. And unfortunately, I just want to let everyone know he's not available for hire. Yeah, Yeah, um, I I love it when my neighbors ask me uh, because they always ask me for free work and I just get to tell them no. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's a big bummer for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i hope none of my neighbors are listening to this so yes yes you're like oh darn i just darn can't. i can't <laughs> um so i also want to ask you what is what is like kind of general and basic legal advice you have for new business owners um we can talk about like filing for an llc and um trademark trademarks yeah so um business owner of course um i want you to know that i uh, there isn't anything to me in life that's better than a, than a small business owner i literally am a huge champion of small business owners jordan you know that i've been a small business owner as well on the side yeah um and i love the fact that this is what you're doing and i love the fact yeah. that i have another child who is the same way a couple and a couple of uh you know a grant not a grandson my gosh my my son-in-law i have a son-in-law who is as well and i just I think that's what makes this country happen is small business owners. And what I just, makes I, America great. <laughs> it really, it really does. I mean, it just does. I'm just yeah, a huge I agree. small, small business owner proponent. So, so what are some things um, if I'm starting a, a, a small business right now and I have this great, great um, opportunity and great product, what do I do? Okay. Or service. First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go find a tax accountant mm-hmm. and a, someone that's going to help me to make sure that I get my books right and that I file taxes right. And that's really, really critical, Jordan. And I'll tell you the reason why it's critical, because if it's not done right, the government or a lawsuit or somebody could come in and take your own personal um your own personal assets. And so you don't want, you don't want that to happen. In other words, you're already giving so much of your time, effort, and money to start your business that if something were to go wrong along the way, and as an attorney, I always got to, I'm trying to manage the risk of when things go wrong. You want to make sure that, that you have something where at least if you have a home, a car, no one can come and get that from you. So First off, make sure you have a really good accountant. Mm-hmm. They can set you up with some really easy books. So your your books are different. Your your business books financially are different than your personal books. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you've got business taxes and you've got personal taxes. And what you don't want to do, what so many business owners really mess up on, is they intermix the two. Okay. 
right? So in other words, let's, you know, you've got this, this great um, business service that you're, that you're, that you're doing right now, Jordan. But if you start buying like your shampoos and your toothpaste off your business account, you've commingled. It doesn't at that point, you, it, it, you, you have no protection, legal protection. So you got to make sure you do that. Okay. okay. So if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're going to spend money, spend money on accountant. Okay. Okay. That's to me, that's, that's the, the biggest one. Now the next one is go create, I think an LLC. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a limited liability company and it's going to give you, if, if, if all the finances are done right, it will give you all those protections that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in other words, if you, if, if you have a limited liability company and all of your services or your products or your sales are happening underneath that company, it can't come over and take away if something goes wrong, your personal, your, 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 your personal assets that protects them from that. And, that is critical nowadays because you know what, Jordan, one of the reasons why there are so many law schools and so many lawyers is we are kind of a Sue happy society. Yeah. I know right? America is definitely known for that. <laughs> we are, we literally, we are. And so uh, you, you just need to make sure that you protect yourself. So people can't do that. So the question that people say to me, how do I get an LLC? Like, what do I name an LLC and all that kind of stuff. And so um, hopefully I'm not just talking too much and this isn't boring for everybody as I talk through, but, but no, you're you, good. you don't, you don't need a lawyer to get an LLC. Now I'm sure there are some people that might turn me into the bar because they'd be really mad at me for, for saying that, but you can go do an LLC by yourself. Um, yeah. Well, I want to say I did. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and here's what you do. You find the state where you're living. Um, and it's really easy. You just find the state where you're living and you go find the secretary of state or you go find the corporation section of your state and local government. Okay. You just Google it, yeah. get in there and literally it will say up there uh, somewhere on there. I know it does in Utah um, information about an LLC or information about a corporation and yeah. you just it didn't, yep. it did in Nevada as yep. well. You just so. click on it and literally it will walk you through the process. Um, I think yep. it's much easier, for instance, to do an LLC online than it is to do a trademark. We'll talk about trademarks in a minute, right? But, but, but yeah. I think you can just walk through the LLC and, and it will, it will spit out everything that you need. It will spit out your, 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 your corporate creation documents for you. Um, you just have to say the name and, and what you want. And, and if it's like the state of Utah, you'll get a name and you'll say, Hey, I want to call it, um, you know, the Chris and Jordan LLC. And, and it will, yeah. it will come back and let you know immediately if anyone else has that LLC. And yep. if, it, yep. if they, if it does, then you got to come up with another name and it will, but it will, it will find you uh, a name. It will help you come up with a name and, it will give you all of the documents that you need. And, and once it's created, you've, you, you know, you've got an operating agreement with yourself, which allows you to take money out of your LLC from your profits and, and off you go. I mean, you can, you're, you're now in business. You have your LLC and you have your protection. 
Yeah. So I also want to say I sat down and did that in a couple of hours. It was, you know, kind of like everything in life. The first time you do something, it's a little overwhelming and intimidating. But I did sit down for a couple hours and was able to do it myself. And then after it sent me an IEN number, which is for taxes. So it, you know, just to just power through, (laughs) I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, and if, if you just don't feel comfortable doing that, there are a couple other ways or a couple of things that you could do. First, you could go to the, um, you can go on the internet and you can literally, there are services where I, you can pay what, 250, 500 bucks and say, create an LLC for me in this, um, in this jurisdiction and jurisdiction. What I mean is in this state and, and you can fill mm-hmm. in information and for 250, 500 bucks, whatever it is, they'll just do it for you as you do it online. Right. Yeah. But literally filling that out for them is the same thing as totally. Online. I just want it to is. say that. I was, you know what? I'm so glad that you say that, but yes, that's exactly right. And so, um, you, if, if you, if you don't feel confident in yourself, you can go this route. Right. But, but you can do this. This is something that I think I told you, I just said, Jordan, honestly, go do go online, go do this. And you can do this. I promise you can do this. Um, and then lastly, if neither of those options are good for you because you're just, um, you're just nervous, really nervous, and you're just not confident at all, you can go hire an attorney who will do it for you for about a thousand bucks. Yeah. Right? So, um, yep. um, yeah, you, can, you, you can do that. Awesome. And then I want to talk about trademarks. So I kind of want to want to explain this really quickly. I've, I've talked about this in a previous episode. Um, we filed my trademark like September 27th yep. or something. Yep. Right. And it literally just came back. Well, the first the first approval process came back. Now you have like a couple more. But it yeah, it Holy. takes it takes. um <laughs> For a trademark to file with the United States government, it takes nine to twelve months to go through the process, and that's assuming okay, that's and assuming that's, everything's and great. I think I misspoke. Right, I think I misspoke <clears throat> in another in a previous podcast when I talked about that. Um, I think I said it was slow due to COVID, but then you were saying no, this is how it is. slow it is. Okay, so it just normally is slow. This is not because of it, COVID. No, it, and, and it may be a little slower because of COVID, but no, this is really, it, it, it takes a good nine to 12 months. Okay, and then why would somebody file a trademark for their company or why wouldn't they file a trademark? Well, first off, um, Jordan, Owning a trademark is really cool, <laughs> you, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it just is cool. It's like I'm legitimate. Um, there is legitimacy yeah. there, and um, it, it it I can't remember. I apologize. I think it's about three hundred and fifty dollars to file for a trademark with the United States Patent Office. I don't remember the top of my head. I should have looked at it, but if I'm wrong, I'm not. I'm not too wrong just to let give everybody an idea of how much the cost is to file that um, if they did it by themselves. But um, why do you file a trademark? Well, you want to protect your name and you want to make sure that nobody else can take your name and use your name. 
and you want to make sure that nobody can let um, um, that when you're using your service or you're using your product that somebody doesn't do something so close that where they think they may be using your service or product, they're actually using somebody else's service and product. Okay. Because yeah. people are infringing on trademarks. Um, and I just think it's great. I think it's great practice to get a trademark um, of something that's really important to you because it lends value to you, uh, to your company. And just, it's just awesome to have one. It just, there, there is a legitimacy yeah. to having one. So I, when I spoke about my trademark in a, in a past episode, I talked about how Chloe, when she did her teeth whitening business, she did not trademark. So why would someone like me trademark and then someone like Chloe not trademark? Well, um, Chloe should have trademarked, right? Okay. She should have, but she just, she just didn't. So so let's um let, let let's talk about it. Um if you're gonna do a business and a service, um, for instance, just in the state where you live, then you just wanna file for a state trademark. And I know I know what mm-hmm. your sister Chloe was doing, and she could have filed for a trademark in just the state of Utah. And frankly, there was as she as she left that company there were some issues and i think it would have been really helpful for her to have had the trademark right yeah um but if you're gonna if you're going to your business is going to cross state lines go through interstate commerce like your business does i mean your online business obviously it goes across state lines um yeah you, you should file for a federal trademark um, so, okay. um, you, you can do a trademark and it doesn't, you know, a state trademark, you can do, um, a federal trademark and you know what, you don't even have to own a trademark or file for anything. The second you use that trademark in commerce, you own that mark. Like you have, you have common law rights to it. The problem with not filing for a trademark, Jordan is it's sometimes difficult to determine when those common law rights vested and the ownership Mm -hmm. that it vested to and in what products. And so for instance, your federal trademark that you, that, that we filed for, we just, I mean, everyone's going to know this is when, this is when Jordan, you, you know, started using this, this product on this date, and these classes are for this description of, of, of products and services and no one else can come and take it from you. And it's already set in writing and you don't, you don't ever have to go in front of a judge and prove uh, anything to the contrary because it's just set in writing. Got it. it. It will save you literally. It will save you potentially if things go bad, thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah. So something else someone asked when I told told people I was going to have an attorney is they were saying, you know, it is a little expensive, which is understandable. Um, is this something I can wait on? What What do you think of that? Well, yeah. I mean, you can you can always wait on everything. 
right? Uh, um, yeah. To be to be honest, um, again, what I what I don't think the 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 thing that you can't wait on is make sure you've gotten accounted. I'm going to keep going back to that, right? Um, and then and then you actually can start a business without an LLC. I wouldn't recommend it. So you should do the LLC really quickly, okay? Um, a trademark, yeah. Um, yeah, it can cost a little bit more money, and it's it's harder to do by yourself than an LLC. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went onto the website and I was like, "There's no way." Like- yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's harder. Um, I think I was telling you um, when I first started working. Um, as in-house counsel, uh, the company that I worked for literally was selling hundreds of products and um, didn't have any of them registered for trademarks. And it caused a lot of problems along the way, but I had to go and do a lot of cleanup. And and it's yeah. amazing how much lawyers clean up because people hire lawyers too late. And, and um, <laughs> so... That's like the story of your life. It is a story of my life. <laughs> my gosh. You get you get hired and they're like, okay, do this. And you're like, we should have done this a uh, long time yes, ago. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, um, so <laughs> I, I'm laughing because that is so true, Jordan. It's, it is a story of my life. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I went to go figure out um, the United States Patent and Trademark Office website and you can just Google it, um, but it's it's USPTO.gov. Um, okay, and I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, everyone. yeah, and you you get in there, and you're gonna you're gonna look at it, and you're gonna go, "This is the most unfriendly site I've ever looked at." Yes, um, you're gonna. It, it yes, was. you're gonna have copyrights, trademarks, um, patents. Everything's up there. If, if you, if you have the, uh, tenacity and the time, um, you <laughs> emphasis <yeah>. on tenacity. <laughs> well, yes. And see, I was being paid. Right. And so it, it makes it much easier when I first started going there to do it. Cause I'm being paid to do it. Um, and yeah. I figured it out that, you, you know, you click on the, the, the trademark section and off you go and you, you, you try and figure out how to, how to do it. And, I can tell you it, it, it is, it is hard and I understand that it, it's hard. So here's a couple things to think about. First off, um, you're starting a new business. I don't have the time, don't want to give the effort and I don't have the money. Just know that when you start your business and you call your business by your name, again, as I said a little earlier, the second that you start your business and you start selling your service or your product, you have a trademark in that name and do your best to put your first receipts to push. You, you know what I'm saying? The first time you ever posted yeah. something, do, do whatever it makes sure that you capture that somewhere in case something ever goes bad. Okay. Um, and, okay. and you put that aside because there's going to be a day when you're going to actually file for the trademark. Um, and, and that's critical and important on, you, you know, to have that information. So, can you backlog? Like, could you be like, okay, so let's say I went and filed a trademark today. I'm like, okay, so March 2021 is when I'm filing the trademark, but I started this in September. Can you yes. backlog? Yep. Oh, okay. Absolutely. And 
And in the, in, in the United States, it's literally the, it's, it's not first to file like internationally, a lot of places it's first to file in the United States, it's first to use. Okay. Oh, okay. And so, hmm, yeah, so that's why, that's why I said the second that you start your business, keep, keep the first receipts because literally that's the day's that's when your trademark ownership vests to you. Okay. And okay. You, you, you can have the ability to stop other people using something close to your mark um, at that yeah. point. But, but let's say nine months later, now you have money coming in. Okay. Um, I want to get my trademark. You go to the USPTO uh, gov trademark website. It's, it's, it's literally as confusing as you'll ever see. Um, it is, yes. it is not user-friendly, <laughs> but if you figure it out, great. If you don't, yeah, call, call an attorney. It will cost you if everything goes well, it, it can cost, it can cost about $1,500. Right. And so, so when people ask me, literally you ask me, dad, what do I do? I want to know if, this trademark that I want to use if, if I can use it. So if you remember, I told you to do a couple things first. Okay. Yeah. First thing, Google it. Google. <laughs> right. Go Google it. Just, Hey, I, I got this great name, the, the Jordan and Chris company, go Google Jordan and Chris and see what comes up. Right. Um, and you're, to be honest, you're going to get an idea if someone else is using it just off of a Google. Now, it's not, it's not set in stone. Don't come back to me. It's not legal advice. Um, it's just practical advice. Go, go Google. Okay. Um, yeah. When you're done Googling, go to social media. Go, yep. go, go put in and all of your social media, right? And don't forget, like, not only do, do it in, you know, TikTok and not only do it in Instagram, but make sure you do it in Facebook because all the older people like me, Jordan, we live in Facebook, right? Yeah. And, and we, uh, where maybe the younger generation doesn't as much. And so you'll see a lot of our, you know, a lot of what we may have trademark might be hanging around out on the Facebook pages as well. So go hit all yeah. the social media sites that you can think of that, that, that teenagers would use up to, you know, the baby boomer generation, whatever it is, and just see if anything comes up. Right. And yeah. you'll get a good idea at that point, whether you can use it or not. And then of course you can go do a, um, a search like we did. I knew how, I knew how to do the search on the website and um, I did a search for you. And um, so far we've come back, we've come back good. Yeah. Um, there's one last question I want to ask you before we end this. And we didn't, I didn't pre prepare you for this. So I uh -oh. hope it's okay. <laughs> no, all good things, all good things. Um, <laughs> so I was just thinking in the light of Corona, I know a lot of people I've seen on social media are talking about how their companies before coronavirus treated them once it happened. And it's usually very negative, obviously. Um, so if you want to talk about a business you've worked for previously, how do you protect yourself that they cannot come back at you? 
Like, what's your advice for that? So, so I'm on a, I, I'm not sure I understand the question, Jordan. I apologize. I want to make sure. So, no, you're good. So I've, I've talked about, um, on social media before that I worked for a company that laid me yep. off two days before I had a basically emergency C-section re- and they were I, aware I of that. that. The, yes. 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 Um, and you know, I've kind I've never said their name. Um, but I'm not the only one who has done things like Can I that. say their name. Since... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I won't say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're my attorney. So you yeah, tell no, me. I'm not going to say their name. No. Um, but what I'm saying is when people are trying to, I guess, spread information and awareness of companies who have treated them inappropriately and incorrectly, how, how do you talk about them without fear of being sued, I guess? Yeah. So let's just say that, um, yeah, and now I'm going to tell, I'm, I'm going to tell you the legal way to go, uh, say something really defamatory and negative about somebody. Okay. (laughs) And not get sued. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, There are job, there are job sites that are, um, that can be anonymous. Um, and, and so for instance, um, Glassdoor is a, is a great example where, where people yeah. go to glass, like you, you're thinking about being hired on and let's say, Hey, I, I want to get hired on to the Jordan and Chris company. And I go to Glassdoor, and you, uh, people, people can post anonymous reviews. And I think, I think there comes a point you gotta be really careful, even on the glass door to making things so personal to a person. Yeah, right? very but, general. But you, because people can, people can figure out at times who someone is that has said things, but you can get on there and say, Hey, listen, you know, um, um, so-and-so company didn't, you know, they, they, um, they didn't treat me well. They didn't, they did, um, they, they didn't look out for the benefits of, of the employees. There was a high turnover. Um, I wouldn't go back to them or, you, you know, something like that. I wouldn't necessarily say for you to get onto that glass door in your specific case and say, Hey, two days before I had, you know, during COVID before I had an emergency C-section, um, I was let go by my former company, um, by this company that they're, they're probably going to know that that's you. Um, but, but there are things that you can say on there, on those, on those boards, uh, from anonymously to, to really warn people, um, and, um, I think that's, I think that's, uh, I think that's, that's helpful. Now, a few things just out of, now here's where, and not just the lawyer advice, but I feel like I'm the, the fatherly advice here because you know me, Jordan, I, I'm always dishing fatherly advice to you, whether you want it or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you leave a company, a couple things. Number one, um, don't ever, don't ever take customer lists. Don't ever take, uh, don't ever take um, confidential material. Um, and yeah. when you leave, well, I think that's just it the is, ethical it, it, thing, but right? you'd be amazed, right? You would be oh, amazed. Okay. It's ethical, right? <laughs> and then when you leave, um, try and say good things about the company as much as you possibly can, unless it was horrific. Okay, and the 
would horrific be being let go yes, two days before absolutely. you had? Oh my gosh, Jordan. Absolutely. <laughs> that is horrific. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the reason why I say that. It, um, because there may be a time in your life when you're looking to get another job and um, there, people are going to, people are going to, they're going to look at your social media profiles. They're going to look at, they're going to call people uh, that you worked for. And you generally want to, you, you generally want to have a good impression as, as best as you possibly can. Right. Yeah. And that, yes, uh, in your case, that is a horrific fact pattern and shame on them. Yes. <laughs> I would love if they were listening and heard that, but I just know that a lot of, I've seen people talk about, you know, how they were treated during Corona. And I wondered if they can do that. You know, I know you've said, just don't say a name, Yep. you know, or if you're saying it, make sure it is the truth because if they were to say something and that's just a fact, you know, and they were to take you to court, you've said, it's, if it's a fact, it's a fact, you know, that's right. And, and, and on the flip side, to be really honest with you, um, and now I'm speaking on general counsel here. We have people that when they leave, people will call us up and we don't, uh, I've, I've advised my HR team. We don't, we don't talk about people. We, we, the yeah. only information we give them is basically the days that they were here, the position and um, if they are rehirable. Um, but we don't yeah. go into any detail beyond that because they're, 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 they're legal issues. And so, uh, companies are, are, are generally the same way. It's just when, when, when there's a, if you will, if there's a divorce and employment, just try and make it as best as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that happy note, <laughs> I just, I just know that I've seen that a lot and I just wanted people to have an attorney's perspective when they are discussing that. You know what? Um, let me just tell you. I hope if, if, if you are, if someone is, is here and they're about ready to start their own business, think about these things. You start your business about what, what do I want from an employer? And I got to tell you, Jordan, let me just tell you, my employer right now, we have unlimited PTO. We literally, um, you're on, you can have FMLA the first day that you get here. Um, not, not a year later. Um, we, we literally, um, give uh both paternity and maternity leave i mean literally i got people here whose wives had babies and they're gone for like three months well and i know what i appreciate is i know you did that when you started the company and i appreciated that because that's something you and i talked about a lot was how unequal maternity and paternity leave is and i had made the point to you if we don't treat our fathers like we treat our mothers we're never going to be equal you know Amen. And frankly, they both get paid. It's paid leave here too, my company. And, and this is just, we just, I only say that because, you know, go find those companies that are doing that and and push for people to do that because that's just what's right. It's just, it's just what's right. And um, I hope, you know, I hope uh, everybody can have that experience uh, like I do, because it's just a great place to be. And, um, when you're starting your own business, remember those things. It, it, it might cost a little bit more, but man, it's just happy. It's happy people make for a happy work environment and make for more sales. Yep. 
And not that, turnover. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So, yep. All right. Well, I think that's everything. Do you have anything you want to add before we, you know, the only thing that I would add is I want everybody to know that Jordan is absolutely the most phenomenal daughter and child. She is just phenomenal. So thank you so much for having me on here and uh, come and visit, bring up that little kid. I can't wait to see this little kid. No, I know. I love it. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, I want to thank my dad. He's obviously great and he's been a great resource for me. And I hope that you were able to learn something and put it to use in your business. If you can subscribe, rate, review, all the above, that would be great. And I'll see you next week.